Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Open Podcast, the podcast open to everyone. Everyone? Everyone! Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, my name is Luke. I'm your host of the Never Open Podcast, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Mr. Guy. Say hello, Mr. Andy. Hey, I'm Mr. Andy. I'm also known as that Mr. Guy. And we're going to talk about New Japan Cup today. Like, lots of New Japan Cup. We're right in the middle of it. It doesn't feel like it yet. Like, I don't have any fatigue. I have wrestling fatigue, but I don't have New Japan fatigue right now. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can I, I, I could feel that. That's, oh, God, I think after I record with you today, I've got more wrestling to watch than when I get home from work. I've got more wrestling to watch. Oh, well, what a time to be alive, Miss Dandy is. Lots of wrestling to watch. <laughs> That doesn't matter. And today we're going to cover, yep, that night's two, three, and four of the New Japan Cup. And uh, we've got a strong review from Ian coming up later. All this kind of stuff. But uh, I'm pretty sure there's not really much in the way of news, is there, Mr. Andy? Not really. Uh, we had Jay White take on um, Motor City Machine Gun guy Alex Shelley. And that was a decent match. And, uh, you know, it's just reminds me, though, that like there's there's a reason why like Wrestle Kingdom's awesome. Right. There's a reason why there's certain venues that guys want to wrestle in because it mm -hmm. just feels like there's something going to be better going on there. And so, like, you know, I know the joke is always something's better in the dome, but there's like I mean, like seeing him on the impact. The ring sounds like it's made out of tuna cans that are just clapping together. You know, it sounds <laughs> like shit. And so it's just kind of rinky dink um, compared to what, you know, I'm used to. And uh, and I'll talk more later about how I hate all wrestling besides New Japan. So because uh, I got a real strong I hate all wrestling besides New Japan take. Fair enough, Mr. Yeah. Andy. Yeah. Should we? So uh, I guess what everyone is tuning in for is uh, both uh, Luke and Andy uh, the grumpy twos today uh, I, I've been I've been sick most of the week so this is going to be awesome fun too so yep uh, <laughs> by the way I'm not grumpy I'm not grumpy I just don't I, I just you know I just hate all wrestling but New Japan that's it it's no big deal. fair enough all right well there's ways Mr. Andy that people can contact us they can do so on the Tweety yeah, on the Tweety they can do it. Uh, I'm there at Grumpy2EB. You're there at Drewster for Tweets. And we're both there at Never Open Pod. And uh, if anyone wants to send us a voice or an email, they can do that too. NeverOpenPod at gmail.com. Also, we have a Teespring shop, so buy shit. Also, we swear a lot of people are that. Hey, Luke, I have a question for you. Um, mm. So you had a harrowing experience trying to watch AEW because of yeah. illness, but... You know, if you could kind of talk about a highlight from the show, you know, I'm sure there are several. Everyone was very pleased with it, seemingly. What uh, What is a highlight from well, AEW, this pay-per-view, uh, from the other day? All right. Well, let, let's stick with uh, something that's a bit uh, kind of neverish and kind of brutal. It was also really awesome. And I watched this one again. Uh, I know it's the opener, but uh, the rest of the show is really good too, Miss Danny, I, I promise. But it was Chris Jericho versus Eddie Kingston. Uh, I wanted to see a pretty damn good fight, and I got one. I even got to, like, straight away, Eddie Kingston does this half-and-half half suplex, and Jericho lands on his fucking head. And I'm like, okay, we're in for it. <laughs> we are in for it. So he, he damages, like, Jericho's neck, 
throughout the match with some stiff like uh, suplexes and shit like that. Jericho mounts a comeback, of course, and he makes it look like uh, Eddie's going to get his fucking butt whooped, like like a pro that he is. But uh, fucking Eddie gets this stretch plum on and just keeps like wrenching Jericho's neck, and Jericho taps. And oh, uh, like a bitch. So uh, not only did Eddie win, he made uh, he made Jericho tap out too, which is extra nice yeah. uh, for storyline reasons. Uh, I really loved. Uh, and the match was good too. MJF versus CM Punk. It was a great, great match. Really cool ending. And uh, can't wait to see what they have. Uh, spoiler alert for AEW and Revolution, everyone. I know it's a new Japan podcast, but uh, you know, I'm hoping to see some cool stuff from uh, Wardlow coming up pretty soon too. So uh, yeah, it was a good show. Title, title matches are really good. I was a little bit disappointed that Thunder Rosa didn't win, but I think they're going to have a win in a cage uh, soon. In fact, her match versus... Uh, Britt Baker, uh, it was kind of like watching an evil title match, uh, a modern one, really, because uh, Britt had her two helpers with her the whole time. So, yeah, there's some really cool shit. This ladder match to who's going to be the new TNT um, number one contender, but it's really for the number two contenders because Scorpio Sky is the number one contender, but it doesn't matter. Pretty cool ladder match. I don't know. It was a really good show, dude. I really liked it. Uh, weren't too many stinkers on the sh- on the card. The order was pretty fine. I had a good time, despite the fact that I was uh, just fucking sick as a dog, and I watched most of it in a kind of fever dream, and had to re rewatch hodgepodge bits and pieces. So I may not have even finished when everybody else did, but I did get through it, and I did enjoy it, and uh, I'm glad I watched it. Thank you, Mr. Andy. Did you like you like woke up out of that fever dream going now? Did I see William Regal show up? Yeah. Form a new faction? What the fuck? And then you had to go back and watch it. That, that's cool. Yeah. I think, uh, have you ever seen Doom Patrol? Yeah. Yeah. That that When Regal came out, I felt like Robot Man. I just looked at the screen. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Just like yeah. that. So, yeah. No, uh, it's a good show. Uh, in fact, uh, we're lucky, lucky enough to be doing this early enough that uh, – I think I'll be able to watch some Dynamite and stuff before uh, I go to work, too. So that's uh, all worked out really well, Mr. Andy. <laughs> well, that's nice to hear. You know, I'm glad. I, I of course, love the pay-per-view that was the show that you watched. It was excellent. Shut up, you smelly liar. But uh, <laughs> should we do it? Should we just jump straight into the New Japan Cup? We can't because we got to talk about this building. Oh, my God. Okay. The building in Fukushima? Yeah. So on the 6th of March, night two of New Japan Cup, it's at this building, and it's called Big Pallet. All right? What is Mm -hmm. that? What do you think of that? What do you think that means, Luke? Well, pallets, I think of, like, stuff you put products on to ship. I think of, like, like paints. I think of, like, your taste buds. What more do you want? So you're right. It's a big pallet like like that an artist in a cartoon would hold, yeah. you know. Um, so uh, not I mean, like Bob Ross isn't holding a ridiculously large pallet, but apparently, you know, a lot of people do. But this in cartoons, <laughs> but this one is, uh, is, is it looks like a giant pallet. The roof does. And it provides 
It's external character. You see, Luke, um, in the case of the big palette, the basic image of the architecture was a metaphorical one. It's uh, water, the incubator of all life. The metaphor and uh, poetic concept come from the history of the region that this place is in. It's a multi-purpose exhibition hall, and it's a Mm -hmm. column-free space, Luke. It's column-free, and it's five... 1,500 meters squared or cubed. I don't know the difference. And uh, it can be used in six different ways, including two movable partition walls. It looks like the inside of a submarine to me, but it's also an interesting place because wrestling's been there a lot. And I sent you this. You didn't make any comments, so I don't think you found it as interesting as I did. But um, maybe you were pooping. I I saw... um, I like basically was able to find the um, attendance numbers for every pro wrestling event that's ever happened at the, at the big palette. And um, there's some interesting ones. So the, the most, the biggest draw, so promotions like all Japan, Noah, uh, new Japan, dragon gate, just about all of them, zero one, all of them have been out there. And, and like the, the biggest one, like the biggest number there's zero one Genesis from 2002, day five was 3580, which I think is their highest capacity. And then there mm-hmm. is a New Japan show. There was, unless I didn't. I guess there's a bunch. New Japan started going there more uh, more recently, and they like their numbers are like 700 people because of COVID. 400 yeah. people, you know. But they they have drawn up to 2500 there, which seems to be maybe for a certain setup you can get more seats in there. Oh, okay. All the way back in 2001, they drew 3,200, but 2,500 seems like the, the maximum for a particular setup. So they've sold it out several times. I just think it's funny that it's called big palette. <laughs> it's a weird name. It's uh, it's, it's a <laughs> I had to name. get to the bottom of that. I had to find out. You really did. <laughs> Which uh, look, we start off with, Something that fucking hurts my brain. Let's just start off with that, Mr. Andy, because we start off with Yuji Nagata versus uh, Kosai Fujita. And I'm like, Fujita has a bye, and ahead of his tournament match, he'll have to lose here first to someone already eliminated. <laughs> I know it's just a young lion. He's not going to go to the next round anyway. But it fucking hurts my brain. And I, it just, yeah. It's still It's fine. a good young lion match. It's yeah, it's good, good Good young line matches, a good drop kick by Fujita at some point as well. Uh, Nagata lot two or three, according to Kevin. And uh, I guess uh, that's it. That's all, the, all she wrote. It was a slide. Nagata gives uh, Fujita cool bumps to take, and Fujita obliges. That's right. Just take those bumps. And, uh, oh, my God, I've... I'm going to send yeah, down yeah. on some of this stuff, but yeah, let's do it. Tiger. We have to talk about stupid tag matches. It's true. Yeah. Tiger Mask and GBH versus Gato, Chase, and El Fantasmo. They come out to Chase's music, which is... <laughs> it's horrendous. You've got I'm a Headbanger right there. <laughs> there's a spot in this match. I won't talk about the match too much, but there's a spot in this match where Togi's doing his 10-count punches. And uh, ELP's joining Kevin on the mic and is like, uh, I'm surprised Togi can count that high. So, uh, <laughs> That's fair. 
So uh, I like that. El Fantasmo just shitting on Makabe as he gets his uh, as Makabe gets his shit in on Chase. But of course, a package pile driver on Honma, then a thunder kiss, and ELP wins. I'm shocked, Luke, that you didn't notice or mention the purple nurple on Makabe oh from God. ELP too, which was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. Also, this is starting. Uh, I don't know if this has already been introduced or not, but this continues the storyline of like Gato won't do the like low down down low too sweet. He only does it up high now. So yeah, and one of these nights, um, I think it's, it's it's I think it was with Chris or something. No, it might have been here. He's saying how like complex and long it would take to explain the feud between Bullet Club. And then later on, he you, he says what you just said, and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> that's well, that's not fucking complicated. Funny. Too sweet up, too sweet down. Yeah, All right, yeah. got it. <laughs> hey, also in this match, Luke, ELP was like, I'm gonna put Hanma over tonight for no apparent reason, and so so he just is like, Hanma does the bulldog, and ELP does his head first, like face first into the mat bump. Yeah. Awesome. And then and then he takes a Kokeshi and just like goes flopping around all over the place. That's <laughs> really great. I love that. <laughs> all right. So next we have the Ass Masters and Tanahashi versus the House of Torture. My phone's yeah. Excuse me. House of Torture is the song that you're playing on your phone. Don't How's that happen, it's... Luke? Uh, I forgot to put my phone on silent. Why do you ever not have your phone on silent? I have my phone has it. I like I don't even know what the ringer tone is. Like I don't. What's the point? I think your ringtone is this. Yeah, yeah, that's accurate. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I just see all oh, somebody called. That was great audio, by the way. It's all right. So we got. Uh, I don't think it's all a house. No, that's a torture because I think show's got a match later on. Is that tonight? It is not. What is happening? I don't know, man. But we got Ask Masters and Tanahashi versus House of Torture. The face is Triple Team Evil in the corner. But uh, I, I like how they like. It's like one of those Taguchi ones where he's doing the baseball thing. You know, run at him, run at him, and, and then when it's Taguchi's turn, every time Evil just boots him in the face. It's <laughs> fucking funny. And uh, Taguchi also gets a long-ass abdominal stretch put on him. And uh, it's broken up, funnily enough, not by the ref, but by Tanahashi, <laughs> who goes to the end of the abdominal stretch line and, <laughs> and chokes out Dick Togo. <laughs> I have that note because that was hilarious. He just walks over there all calm, like he's just like, oh, what's this? Some bad guys doing some shit? Let me choke this one. <laughs> Let me choke this one, yes. <laughs> it was very oh casual. Yeah. He's like, oh, um, there's stuff here. Uh, I probably should be doing something. All right, I'm going to see it. How's the torture cheat, of course, and uh, Pimpy gets a low blow on Tanner, but uh, Tanahashi returns the favor and pins him. So, uh, hey, we could be getting a Tanahashi and Ass Masters six-man never title shot maybe in the oh future. Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, okay. Yeah, okay. They're team unaffiliated. It's fine. Yeah. Taguchi yeah. Japan, whatever. Um, it, it, This was great, though. After the match, 
Taguchi beats the shit out of evil and like breaks his legs and then like teabags him and the camera's right there and he's just fucking teabagging him and he too sweets the camera. <laughs> it's awesome. Oh my god. That is pretty that funny. That was funny. All right, now we have uh Yo and Toriano with Kazuchika Okada and Ishii versus LIJ. That's uh well, everyone except Bushi, because Bushi's in the main event. So, uh, look, this is what you expect from Ishii in one of these matches. Tunnel vision for Shingo and only Shingo. <laughs> and uh, Yano kind of getting punked by everyone, which is kind of funny. There's this one point where Shingo sends Ishii flying, uh, it, which is awesome. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, Okada and Naito have a great, great section as well. And it ends in a way I don't mind with a skull end on Yo. The other thing that we had in this match was we had the, you know, just for a minute, I think, the rivalry renewed between Yano and Hiromu, and that yes. was fun. So. Yeah, I haven't looked much at the Bractology or anything like that. Like, I even, like, totally forgot that we Tonga don't, was even in the Luke, tournament. Luke, I know you're off your game today. Yeah. What, we don't, Bractology? What, do what is happening? Well, I want to know if there's, like, some kind of weird path that we could finally get. Oh, he's fighting Suzuki first. Don't worry about it. We don't – well, we don't call it that on this show. Bracketology? If we're going to do, do something it's, like that, we – Excuse me. It, it's it. fantasy book dreaming. Thank you. Jesus it's fantasy Christ. dream booking. Jesus. I'm sorry, everyone. We don't do bracketology. We do fantasy dream book. Okay. Yeah, that that is true. I do apologize. Uh, as 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 Andy said, uh, I'm kind of fucked, but it's all good. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we just finished the, the LJ match. Uh, so what are we? Here we are. It's a it's a return here, Mister Mister Andy. Are you excited? Oh man, you were so over on Twitter this day. I like woke up and you had gone to bed or something. And there's still like just oh man, all kinds of notifications from people loving your your tweet about Okan on the cob, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's the best name. It is Okan on the cob versus yes. Bad Luck Farley and Taiji Ishimori. And Ooh, do they do they have a name? Uh, the what the rogue uh, rogue shredders? Rogue rat tails. <laughs> rogue rat tails. <laughs> Okay, there we go. I, like I mean, rogue, rogue shredders, shredders could work too, but... Uh, ah, Rat Tails is better, way better. Yeah. All right. So, uh, you know, you've got uh, Ishimori messing with Great Okan's hair quite a bit, which is uh-oh. And uh, I like how, like, Bad Luck Vale has the tonguing massage, but uh, Cobb, he, he goes surfing instead. That was pretty funny. Okay. And then and then this happens. Great Okan loses, and I'm just like, wait, what? Yeah. I was like, wait, come on, man. He's been here all this time holding up the fort. You job him out like that. Uh, Ishimori did like low blow him in the nuts as well. Like a douchebag. That might be a fucking uh, a thread that continues. And then uh, Ishimori just casually struts to the back with Great Okan's hat on. Now, Luke, remember how you were like, I want the surprises in the matches i don't want the same old endings yeah. I want the different ones well here you go in a tag match <laughs> that's that's what you're getting so. yeah because um i know i know ishi shingo could definitely go either way i know that's a match they could but 
pretty much nearly all of the other matches have been, uh, yeah, we know who's winning. <sighs> and it'll be like that until what? The third <laughs> fucking round? I don't know. This is strange. Usually we get some kind of surprise at this point, but we'll see. All right. So next we've got, uh, unless you have something to add to Fale Ishimori Okano, but I will go. No, other other yeah. than to say that the Rogue Rat Tales is pretty good. It is. It's no Sapphire Sheriffs, but it's pretty good, you know. Right. Okay. So to put mine over, you have to bury it a little bit to put yours over even more. <laughs> Okan on the cob is better than all of them. So yeah, that's true. And I and I started that. I'm the, the leader and and the best. <laughs> you are. All right. So let's do it. Our first tournament match from the night. And I'm looking. Oh one God. match, two match, three match, four match, five, six match in. And look, it's Yuri Nakashima. He's uh, wrestling against uh, Aaron Hanari. Almost said Toa. And uh, Makabe joins commentary. And if you notice, his T-shirt has like forks and shit on it. <laughs> sweet rolls on it did you yeah. see sweet like sweet rolls like from from skyrim <laughs> oh my god really <laughs> yeah it was weird don't you have your own merch macabre i mean maybe it is his merch maybe he just oh. sells picture of like cartoon food macabre sweet rolls it's got like this skyrim stall where you come up and you buy sweet rolls he's like ha 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 he said, I used to be a wrestler once, but I took an arrow in the knee. Yeah, something like that, exactly. All right. Look, this is a solid match. Uh, you two looks great. And uh, why did I say it like that? Hanare. It's not hard to say. No, that's not good. It's like Miguel Ferrer or something like that. Like, how did I say Ferrari, yeah. I can never get that name right, even though, like, I in my brain I can say it. Aaron Hanare wins with uh, this uh, really cool rampage tackle. So if, I think they're going to start pulling that, uh, putting that rampage tackle over a little more than that maybe Streets of Rage move because I feel like you can pull it in anyway. It's nice. It's good. Solid. I I think that it was in this match, but, like, I'm pretty sure it was Chris Charlton was like, hey, maybe it was in a later match, but he was like, Aaron Hanare, so many ways he can beat you. And I was like, what? <laughs> Well, I can think I of no. I can think of Streets of Rage so and like now Rampage Tackle. I guess that's two. I guess so. <laughs> so many. It was funny. Oh, um, man. so uh, this is fine, you know, but this makes a little more sense now why he, w- uh, uh, Hanari was just killing him in that last tag match. Now I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, that's why now. Okay, oh, right. preview tags are back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's been a while, and you know. They're they're telling pretty tight stories here in this New Japan Cup, and this is kind of New Japan doing good New Japan storytelling with all these little mini things yep. that are going on. Yep, I like it too, and um, we're going to speak more about some of that uh, as we go forth, especially nights two and three. But here we go, we got uh, Rio High Iwa versus Zack Saber Jr. in the semi main event. Well done, Rio High Iwa. Uh, <clears throat> not only that, chumpy refs. So you know. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm even happier. Look, this is great stuff, and uh, it's pretty much uh, Iwa being turned into a pretzel. He does hit a really cool drop kick in the corner, but uh, yeah, Zack Sabre w- Jr. wins with like this vicious toe hold. <laughs> it's like spread leg hold thing. I don't know what that was. It was amazing. Um, I you know there's good stuff in this. Like they had a hot start, and like 
you know, uh, he actually, Zack Sabre Jr. actually did the Okada thing where he just bailed to the outside and just sat down and was like, all right, okay. You know, like that kind of thing. Okada always does that. And when he wants to yeah. play over, that was cool. And, um, you know, the stretching of uh, the young lion was great, but uh, he's no pushover, of course, and gets that drop kick comeback stuff. But he almost hit the drop kick splash accident thing. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> he, almost, he almost hit that in this match. I was like, oh, <laughs> so close. And uh, yeah. that was great. But the most important thing, those are all, you know, somewhat important, maybe important things. Um, but the most important thing is that um, just to do some fancy dream booking, do you know? Who's Zack Sabre Jr. faces next? It's not fancy dream booking. This is actual dream booking. It's in your real dream. Doki, Doki, Doki. That's right. Taiki, Taichi Taka Mania. Because Taka Taichi Mania is coming to New Japan. Motherfucker. Fuck, man. I'm so excited for that match. Gonna That's going to be, gonna be awesome. amazing, right? I can't wait. Because, man, like, if if ever Dookie got a win, this might be the moment, you know, a big win like this. Although, I'm sure he won't, but... Zack Sabre Jr. will put him over, and it'll be awesome. Yeah, that's true. There's some funny stuff with that coming up, by the way, with Toki. I uh, can't wait to talk about it. Uh, look, uh, there's three tournament matches on tonight, everyone. Uh, two of them feature Young Lions. Look, I know we, I know Mr. Andy and I usually do a bit of a deeper dive on the important singles matches, but come on, it's it's you They're doing not it. important. Rio, anyway. <laughs> uh, kind of, I will say. But next we've got... Uh, Bushi versus uh, that dude. I'll name him once. That dude will. And uh, look, th- there's something that confuses me about the the storytelling in this match, Mister Andy. Maybe, <laughs> what do you mean? What's maybe confusing? you can fucking. <laughs> maybe you can explain this to me. Look, the match is good. The the in ring's great. These two have great chemistry. They've had a billion matches together. It's a really good match. But. There's something in this match that really fucking confuses me. And, I, and after the match, and I'm just like, why the fuck did any of that even happen? Because Red Shoes takes a chump bump. Then out comes Chumpy, who chump bumps oh, faster come than on. Red he... Shoes. Then Kentasato comes out and chumps out. And I'm like, why? It didn't really lead to any cheating low blows or anything like that. They just continued kind of wrestling. So what was the... Why did we need, like, four refs for this one match again? No one ran out. Nothing. I'm like, um, all right, so I might just ask Mr. Andy about that and maybe he can explain it to me because I'm a dumb dumb, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's there's there's no psychology behind it other than that's highly entertaining. And you uh, undersold this. Oh, they took a bump. No, that's not what happened. What happened is his fucking red shoes takes the os cutter. <laughs> that's right. That's it. Yeah, and that's it. And it's like, and then Chumpy comes out and he takes an MX. Basically, they keep pushing each other out of the way of their finishers, and then the ref takes the finisher. And so future ball ref comes out and he takes the mist in the face and then a head kick from shithead. <laughs> it's so funny, man. So funny. And so like, like these finally, two guys just trolling referees. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's fine. But they're all, it was an accident every time. They're all like, oh, shit, the crowd thought it was amazing. Everyone loved it. Uh, I don't, it was so much fun and just silliness. And yeah. uh, there's nothing wrong with that, man. Nothing wrong with having some fun and wrestling. Well, I said the match was good, so it didn't, didn't ruin a match for me. I was just like, wait a minute. Because usually when I see, maybe because I've just been trained by House of Torture right now. Oh, shit. Ref bump. Oh, yep, there they are. There they are. So I was expecting yeah. that Hanare would come out or Greater Khan or something, but no. 
United Empire, they're like the skilled heels. You yeah. know, they're not they're not like the cheaty heels. I mean, they will if they have to, but I think they're more like the highly skilled and and brutal dominating heels. You know, that's yeah. the idea. Yep. I mean, how many ways? I mean, there's so many ways that Hanari can can be used. Can be you. Think uh, about it. And uh, yeah, so uh, Mr. Will win a hidden blade, and uh, of course, so that's the end of that. Let's do um, night three, and then we'll break up the between nights three and four with uh, some strong, if you like. Yeah. All right, I really want to keep this train rolling because uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I really like talking about this, this, this stuff. I'm like, yeah, you want some more wrestling? Hey, right. well, Luke, we're in the Ota City General Gymnasium, and that's all I know about this place. Yep, it's in Tokyo. What? So no D League basketball teams in this place? Like, oh man, uh, who's no, Tokyo going to coach? Oh, we're going to Dolphins Arena soon. Don't worry, Dolphins Arena is coming up. I saw it on the schedule. I can't fucking wait, dude. Did you did you look on their schedule as well? Like uh, date uh, date couple of days before the show uh, for the uh, basketball team or whatever Dolphins their baseball team or whatever. Is it going to be like a uh, in the schedule Doki pep talk? And he's going to go Doki's... at the end of the the talk. Doki's like, "All right, boys, are you ready? Yeah, <laughs> yeah." And he like hits that. hits yes. him with a pipe. You know, but, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I imagine him in the crowd, right? And he's got like his gear, but it's it's like powder blue because that's like the team's color or whatever. And he's like the super fan that the camera always finds when they're going to commercial. Like there he is, there's fucking Doki, you know? Like like I don't know, I'd be like Spike Lee at the Lakers game. Every know? time the camera's on him, he's like threatening someone with a pipe. <laughs> and they're like, oh, there's Doki being Doki. He's allowed because he's in Suzuki Goon. <laughs> the end. <laughs> All right, so we got our first match, which, uh, look, the next two nights have Tanner in the opening match, and it just fucking freaks me out. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Because we've, look, it's not a bad thing. Tanner can open up sometimes, it's fine. But we've got Ryoha Iwa, uh, GBH, and Hiroshi Tanahashi versus the Empire Laundry Boys. And uh, I was like, hmm, I wonder if he was going on a tour. I'm like, no, actually, they're trying to build up an RA bit. I'm like, all right, I can get behind that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we've, we've already had months of Great Khan wins because there's no Empire here, right? Uh, we've, we've had the, the Jeff Cobb smashings. Um, Osprey doesn't need those these kind of tag wins. He doesn't need them. Uh, so uh, I, I appreciated that... Uh, Here's what you say about surprise finishes, I guess. Uh, I knew Empire was winning, but the surprise for me was that it was actually Hanare, and it wasn't a super assisted finish because usually the other Empire boys have to really assist him to get that Streets of Rage or something on. Nope, Rampage tackle on Ewa instead. So, yeah, you know, I like that to try something with him. Good. There was a part at the beginning of this where, like, Oyo or whatever, they're, you know, is them, him and Hanma, they're in the ring and they're doing tag moves together. And Makabe was jealous. Yeah. He's very jealous. We got it's, some Hanma versus Great Hanma's found the Hanma's found the hot new young secretary or something like that. <laughs> well, he's just jealous because he was doing tag moves with somebody else. That's what it was. Mm. So, um, but yeah, uh, yeah, what was it? Tanahashi hit Mongolian chops on Great Okan. That's against the law. 
Um, you can't do that. So I was not happy there. Um, and we also had, an, uh, from Shithead, we had a airplane spin backbreaker on Tanahashi. It was like, whoa, what is that, that thing? That was pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, they're doing cool shit. You know, the United Empire, they're pretty good. What I am enjoying about these these New Japan Cup shows is seeing these guys together and doing things together because, uh, yeah, that's oh, been wow. our complaint for quite a while, hasn't it? You know, uh, that uh, the only one who's usually coming over regularly too is just uh, just Jeff Cobb, maybe sometimes in RA, but yeah, it's good to see all four of them. Oh, you, you know what I mean when I say that. It's, I do. It's, it's good to see them together. And uh, look, it's going to be just, I just see it as being something really good for Great Khan, Jeff Cobb, and Aaron Hanare. Yeah. So cool. All right. Uh, unless you got anything. To, oh, no, you've already talked about that. Let's go to Bushi, Sonata, and Naito versus El Fantasmo, Taiji Ishimori, and what? Yajiro? And all right. I'm thinking to myself, yeah, why is that weird? They're all in Bullet Club, but. Doesn't feel like Yujiro, Evil, Togo, and Show are in Bullet Club anymore, which leads me to some more fantasy dream booking. So I, I just opened it, Miss Dandy, my fantasy dream book. And here's where I write it first. I think Shredder's joining the House of Torture. And just think about it before you poo-poo it. Show and Shredder being really being massive dicks to people as a tag team would be super fucking fun. You know it. Yeah. Well, it's always a fake out with Bull Club. They never fight each yeah. other. Yeah. So it's always fake. That's, so, uh, look, that would be a fun team. I guess uh, the, the the funny shit for me in this was uh, the Bull Club cuties doing back rate purple nurple shit to Naito. Which, uh, <laughs> you know, Ishimori goes to do a back rake and Naito's like, I got my t shirt on, dickhead. And he's, and uh, Ishimori's was like, I'll just get my hands under there. It's fine. Like, boom. So, and then like some uh, purple nurples and stuff. So that made me fucking laugh. And then uh, the finish kind of reminds me of something that uh, El Fantasma used to do to Robbie Eagles all the time. Uh, Ishimori hits a move, then EOP comes in and steals the win. So, uh, yeah. Ooh, there's some Bullet Club controversy. Oh, man. They sure are angry at each other because of the things that happened. Mm-hmm. I'm not buying it, Luke. Um, I did like Dude, this there's got to be though. some kind of Bullet Club story, whether they all team up and it's happy families or not. There's a bull- There feels like there's a Bullet Club story going on, and I feel like it's not going to come to a head until maybe it will, yeah. like, because I'm I'm keeping in the back of my mind your March 1st work visa thing, and in the back of my brain I'm being like I my know. fantasy dream book is, has got a lot Sorry of pictures of Jay White in it. <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna like it. I know. I want him back too. I just don't. <clears throat> I'm. I'm not poo-pooing that. I'm just. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Well. Uh, yeah. Let's move on. So. Oh, I just was saying, like every time that uh, Bullet Club has a big storyline like this, it doesn't go anywhere ever. Yeah. You know, like I mean, there was like I mean, there was a lot. They started like 50 storylines at that that uh, Hollywood show for Strong. None of those went anywhere. So. Like, they're still not going anywhere. That's and, the thing. Then, That's like you can't have storylines on strong, dude. Yeah. Your story's going to die. That's true. That's true. 
It's like what was this next month? Yeah. It's like remember Resurgence, and we we thought it was a we had issues with it, but we thought like all right, this could be a really cool launching pad though, couldn't it? <laughs> next show it didn't taped. launch Jack McShit. <laughs> next show was taped before the Resurgence show. <laughs> oh my goodness, what are you doing? That's some old school Ring of Honor shit. Yeah. Which we mentioned. Let's, let's just go to the next match. We've got Yo, Please. Yano, Kazuchika Okada, oh. and Team Bishamon versus <laughs> Doki, the Dangerous Techers, El Desperado, and Yoshinobu Katamaro. El Desperado and Okada mix it up again, which is pretty cool. Uh, Taichi tells Yano to take the cover off again. Then all of Suzuki Goon kind of gang up on Yano. And force Yano into the exposed corner. And I'm like, yes! They're getting, they're getting revenge on you for fucking over Suzuki. So you fuck you, Yano. I like Yano, by the way. But, uh, you know, if, if making me choose between, you know, Doki, uh, Zack Sabre Jr. and uh, Taichi uh, or Yano. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's it's the tech isn't Doki. If, That's fair. So this is this turns out to be kind of like at least at some point like fuck Yano the match because uh, <laughs> Suzuki Goon just torture the poor dude and usually I'm like oh poor Yano today I'm that night I'm just like yeah fuck him up he screwed over Suzuki and uh, it's also great I will say to see uh, show and Yo wrestling other people oh my god yeah and yeah. then uh, then Yo gets tortured by Zack Sabre Jr which is <laughs> Yeah, and then taps uh, Yo out with an armbar. Post match, Doki thinks about hitting Zack Sabre Jr. with his with his pipe, and uh, <laughs> he decides against it. And then for some reason, Taichi just fucking sumos the ref like big time. Yes, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know he he saw that match the other night. He was like, I'm gonna beat up a ref. <laughs> Say beat up a ref, you know, Tai Chi. Mm-hmm. You know, so here's the thing. I, I get it. You know, here's something that, you know, reason a reason why Tai Chi, Zack Sabre Jr., and Dookie are a lot more valuable than one Yano. And that is because they can do what Yano does, and they can also wrestle, like, super high quality, like, you know, best matches you've ever seen type stuff. So, yeah, you know, that's, uh, that's, that's pretty cool. Definitely not a dig at Yano. I think uh, I think it's been oh. well established that you and I love us. We some love Yano. Yano matches. Fuck yeah. I I love the parts in this match that were Taichi versus Yano. That shit was awesome. Yeah. And then uh, we got we also got the Desperado versus Okada kind of little mini rematch in this. This was nice too because they they had a really good one and so I had a fucking great uh, match. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm happy to see them kind of go at it a little bit, but it was really fun to see Yo just tap out like a bitch. <laughs> in fact, uh, at the end of the Wato match. Um, with uh, Okada, yeah, yeah, I'll have some words because, uh, um, yeah, that was definitely a match that I watched. Uh, and uh, wow, it fu- I'm jumping ahead, man, but yeah, you are. We got that match. This, yeah. All right, let's we, we got a different tournament match to talk about. It is mm-hmm. Chase Owens versus Jado, and wow, Jado's oh. theme is 90s as fuck. <laughs> it's fucking cool. And uh, look, at first, a part of me was a little bit let down that this was an actual match. I know, right? I was like, why isn't this sillier? 
Yeah, well, I would have loved a bit of a goofy Bullet Club Fest, which is which could have been fun. But I guess they didn't want to do two fun matches in a row because you got Taguchi Evil next, and well, that's yeah, that's a super great fun time. So maybe that maybe that's why. But look, it, it's a decent match, and Jado gets a pretty decent chance to shine. So it's in this match, Mr. Andy, that I first notice it, and it's the first time I've noticed this for a while. Uh, I think I noticed this when maybe the COVID era started, or when the fans started coming back, etc. But I hear the uh, I hear the English commentary, and I know you're like no shit, Luke. You can hear it the whole show. No, but I feel like the crowd can hear them. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. yeah. So uh, I don't think I've noticed that for a while, but uh, you know I do like what I do like about that though is that Kevin and Chris kind of ignore it they're like well look, we've got to sell the product that's what we're going to do we're going to do our job so i kind of like that but it is something silly i noticed and it's got nothing to do with. i'm this not much. sure what you mean do you mean that it's coming over the pa speakers in the what do no, you mean no it's not coming over the pa speakers what i mean is because it's a decent sized arena for a new japan show i guess it's not got that many people in it uh and- oh okay i see what you're saying so they can hear the actual commentary well i mean like i i didn't comprehend that because you can always hear them yeah. <laughs> with like everyone yeah, yeah. except for like wwe because you're so far away you know yeah so yeah there was just that little thing uh but uh you know jado gets a chance to shine on uh on chase but uh you know it's not gonna <sighs> you know it's not gonna be jado that wins gonna? of course no I, I was hoping for it i was going for him but, uh, hey, Chase turns into a bit of a fucking asshole towards the end and really fucks Jado over. And what? I think it's the first time I've ever watched wrestling and been like, I feel bad for Jado. Wow. Well, but uh, He was babyface in this match. You know, yeah, he so. was. Yeah, he was. <laughs> oh, and he's now the retired Texas champion. I'm like, oh, well, okay. Um, okay. Yeah, um... You know, like you said, we we had Mr. Mr. Retired Champion being he was feigning friendship. He's like, oh, yeah, shake my hand. We'll be friends. And then he just starts beating up Giotto. You know, it's not nice. And it was real botchy. <laughs> and I was like, I kind of wish that it had been a stupid story match. Yeah. where They only did like 10 moves and they just like, you know, I don't care if it's just the same old thing where they just go. Oh, I'll lay down for you. Oh, I can't. Oh, I'll lay down for you. Oh, I can't. Even that is just funny I was kind of pumped every time, so. up for a match like that, Mr. Andy. Yeah. That's what I thought this was. And you and I were like, oh, Chase versus Jado. You know what? It'll be fun. And it was a, wasn't a bad match. It wasn't. It's not no, a bad match at all. Yeah. I, I feel like you and I were both entertained by it, but we were just like, oh, we want silly shenanigans. <laughs> at least yeah. for like Bullet Club versus Bullet Club, right? I mean... <laughs> You could you couldn't have Chumpy come out and take a fucking super kick from Jado. You couldn't do that. I mean, why not? Exactly. Or a kendo stick shot or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Kendo stick shot. All right. So here we go. We got a match that. uh... (laughs) Oh my god! I really like this match. Fucking Raiski Taguchi versus Evil, and you gotta talk about this entrance. entrance. Oh my god! It's It's I mean, part of me wishes that Taguchi had have used uh, a certain theme to go with 
his entrance attire, but he doesn't. He just yeah. goes with the standard music. But it's Evil Taguchi. He dresses up like old evil. <laughs> Part of me wishes he played the old evil theme too. That would have been fucking hilarious. But uh, it's 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 his normal fucking party theme. It's it's kind of it's still funny. Like and uh, Taguchi once uh, evil's in the match and all that. Taguchi gets up on the t- top turnbuckle and he takes his mask off. And he's got his black eyes done like Evil used to have. It's fucking... The crowd um, is like, whoa! <laughs> when he takes the mask off, they're like, oh yeah. my god, it's Taguchi! <laughs> the mask he's Hey, look, it's Taguchi, the... yeah. Yeah, it's the original L.I.J. mask that when those guys first showed up, it was Bushi, he was mm-hmm. the first one. He first showed up ringside at Naito's match. He was wearing that mask. So, But there was another time... There was a time period. Maybe Taguchi was feuding with Evil when he was King of Darkness, or maybe it was another. I just don't know when this happened or why this happened, but maybe there was like six-man tag stuff. But they uh they kind of had a little thing at one point where Taguchi was just coming out dressed like that all the time because remember Evil came out with the little toy scythe and like Milana would always be Milana holding it. And it's like this little like four-inch little thing, and so Taguchi would come out with that. Yeah. <laughs> He'd have the robot if he left. So this is kind of a little throwback to that thing. But this is this match is awesome. But the entrance is fantastic. This match is awesome fun. And I am happily this match even starts fast. Like Taguchi gets off the top rope, the kind of bell rings, and he goes for an everything is evil straight away. Taguchi does. And evil's like, What the fuck? And then he goes for a fucking everything is evil on each other. <laughs> Oh my god, there's like baseball swings at each other's nuts. It's fucking funny. Uh, Taguchi gets a lot of offense in this one. I think he might actually get uh, just a, just that little bit more. And I think it's because like, he's got like that fun kind of comedy vibe. He's aware of uh, him, uh, Evil and Dick Togo's like shenanigans and shit. It's, it's so much fucking funny. At one moment, Taguchi has an ankle lock on the Evil Dicks at the same time. <laughs> And it looks goofy as hell, but the visual is so fucking funny and cool. I like it. Uh, but of course, everything is evil, and evil advances to the next round. And I thought that was a great, fun little match. And uh, wow, uh, I suddenly want the world to open up for Taguchi, and I want to see him wrestle a lot of heavies because if it's as entertaining as his match against Evil. Uh, it, I know he wrestles a lot of them in tags and stuff, but you know what I mean? This was, I, yeah. this was a pleasant, I knew this match would be a good time, but I, I kind of loved him Andy. I really did. what do you think of this one? Yeah, it rules, you know, yes. about that. the entrance was awesome. And like, there was one part where Taguchi is hitting near low blows. He's basically punching evil in the dick, but they're like just, just high enough to not. Yeah. You know? <laughs> This is pretty funny. And then Dick Togo comes in and he gets one. <laughs> Chris Charlton busts this out. He goes, Ask not for who the ass tolls. It tolls for thee, Dick Togo. I'll tell you what. Great. Great. He's he's gotten a, a a lot more fun, Mr. Chris Charlton. He's a bit yeah. more relaxed in that role too, I think. So uh yeah. <laughs> I like it when he's relaxed and joking around. When it's like a big match. It's like, ugh, yeah, it's a little rough. But, uh, you know, the, it, these guys are having a blast on this tour. So that shit was really funny. 
And um, you know, that, oh, that was when that was when Dick Togo got the stink face. That's why he was yelling that. But um, the crowd during this whole match is like, it's great. Yeah. You can hear them the whole the whole match. They're laughing and having a good time. Yeah, the the crowd should be kind of quiet for this, but and not making that much sound. But they're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, they're laughing at everything, and it's it's coming, Luke. It's coming. The time is coming soon. We're going to yeah. get to cheer again. It's going to happen. By the way, uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention it uh, because of uh, your March 1st like uh, uh, theory. Uh, maybe uh, maybe a certain commentator from Australia, Mr. Gino Cambino, a guy that uh, hey, Kevin and Chris always mention in each show, no matter what, either in passing, in conversationally, or when, especially when Doki's on screen, because uh, especially when Doki's on screen, or maybe some board club stuff, uh, Kevin will do his uh, uh, Gino Gambino impression. We miss you, Gino. So uh, we haven't forgotten you, dude. We want to hear you back on the commentary. Uh, They're uh, keeping the dream alive, yeah. and like, and we are too. <laughs> Yep. So I love it. You know, I don't know if uh, if Kevin Kelly's impersonation is good, but is it funny? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely yeah, fuck funny. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Because he's a straight accent's atrocious. <laughs> it's the dokey chokey Kevin. It's the dokey chokey Kevin. That's it. That's like all he's got. So. Yeah. All right, dude. This match is fucking wild, by the way. Uh, it's Hiromu Takahashi versus Show, <laughs> and uh, look, I think some people looked at that best of Super Juniors and thought, "Hmm, Yoshinobu Kanemaru has a point." So Show jumps uh, Hiromu at the start of the match, chairs up Hiromu, but then Hiromu gets a comeback, Sunset bombs him, then the bell rings, and I'm like, "Uh, what?" And uh, <coughs> fuck. This match is insane. Hiromu tries to get Sho on the bare floor, but uh, Sho gets the like the ring hammer and uses it on on uh, Hiromu. Then pile driver onto the floor. Sho really targets that neck too. It's really cool stuff. Hiromu bumps like a fucking madman for the, for a German that Sho does to him. Sho even hits snake bite. So I, I I always felt like Hiromu was winning, but man, he did his fucking darndest to put Mr. Sho over, which is really cool. Uh, Show tries to use the spanner, of course, but then uh, he gets hit with a gnarly German himself, and then uh, Show ev- eventually eats a-, a turnbuckle, you know, one of those turnbuckle things that Hiromi does. But Yujiro comes out to help, and uh, in true House of Torture fashion, it doesn't work, and uh, and there's a roll-up, and Hiromu wins. I thought this was a really fun kind of wild match, and uh, yeah, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if the next match can even possibly be anywhere near as good as this. Who is it? Ishii and Shingo? Oh, yeah, I think I think they can manage that. What do you think of Hiromi versus Show? Oh, this, this match rules. It's yes. funny because, you know, it doesn't even start. There, You know, the Hiromi's music plays and Show drags him through the entrance. He's already beat him up, you know? Mm. So, but then Hiromu's like, oh, that doesn't matter. It just starts doing his five moves of doom, like right off the bat. But, of course... Yeah. You know, there's the cheating. And and a couple of things happened in this match. One, I heard Chris Charlton mention that it's a spanner. So that was that was interesting. There you go. Yeah, he calls it a spanner, too. And then uh, Chris Charlton also busted out a joke he's been waiting to say. Or maybe he said it before, but I think this is, uh, he was on fire tonight. And he had a, he had a line for every match. And this one was uh, Hiromu puts his uh, submission move 
on uh, show, and his is called D. And so Charlton says, show, getting a taste of the D. And you can hear him and Kevin Kelly just just laughing. <laughs> yep, I remember that. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. <laughs> so, uh, but yes, this match was not a juniors match. It was a fuck your neck match. It was more yep. like a heavyweight match, but they did all the fast, you know, fast shit. And like, don't forget, folks, show is like fantastic. So like, yeah. of course, this is awesome. You know, the only thing that I got a problem with is at the end, I'm like, why is it got to be a roll up? I know that show is yeah. like one of these like heels that has to weasel his way out of everything. But I mean, like, come on, it's a tournament. Guys can lose. If he's going to lose, just let him lose. You know, what's I, I wish it was just like a clean win, but you might as well. I mean, Hiromu came back from so much in that match. You might as well let him pin the guy, you know, legit, but whatever. Yeah, because uh, uh, it's a total like opposite of what happens to like Kanemaru and Shima. Uh, pretty much, yeah. isn't it? But uh, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, I got a lot to say about that match. All right. Dude. Dude. Yeah. We're here. This is like for anyone who's like us, a fan of the Never Open title, this match, Ishii versus Shingo, this is like a marquee match for, for the podcast. This is like the shit we live for. Like, this is this – is, what we wanted, and unfortunately for us, it's also in the first round. So uh, one of these awesome wrestlers will continue into the tournament and continue to have amazing fucking matches. And sadly, the other man in this match won't continue in the tournament to continue to have amazing fucking matches, but will probably just like be joining Chaos in the uh, tags and stuff. But oh, Yeah, so. he'll still be fighting Shingo forever. I think yeah. they'll just fight the whole New Japan Cup. So, so look... Let's just go right right off the bat. Shingo comes out with new robes, and they look freaking awesome. It's <laughs> amazing. He's like, Okada, you got that new robe? Well, fuck yours. <clears throat> this thing's way better. Hell yeah, it is. Dude, take us through this match. This is... Oh, man, they, like... They, they, here's why I like these matches, Mr. Andy, before I throw it over to you. Uh, never style, never as fuck bad motherfucking oh, matches. Never as fuck, yeah. Because... What do they do? Bell rings. And they run at each other straight away. <laughs> smash, 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 smash. In the first five minutes, there's a fucking DVD to the floor. The first five minutes ends and they announce it. And I feel like I've been like, but we've had so much match already. What the fuck? Yeah. It's yeah. like 25. There's 20 more minutes to go after this match, Mr. Danny. 20 at least. Man, what do you think? Come on, man. Well, it puts you in the mind of Jeff Cobb versus Shingo from Wrestle Kingdom, yes. right? It's like it's like that match, basically, but with, with Ishii and probably, I mean, not better, it, but only because of the venue, maybe. You know what I mean? So yeah. um, I, I this is fantastic. It's 100 miles an hour the whole time. Like, they don't, they don't stop, but they do sell, which there's yeah. a difference between just laying on the ground and selling. We'll talk about that later. But um, – Anyway, this is, I mean, you could say moves. You can say, oh, there's a lariat and there's a DVD on the floor and then there's another lariat and then there's a headbutt and then there's a forearm smash. But that's not, it doesn't really capture anything that happens in this match. It's just 100 miles an hour, never style. And, you know, even some of my, like before Shingo came along, never style to me was a much slower paced match. 
You know, yeah. he's kind of one of the guys that brought this like hundred mile an hour never style deal, and I'm all for it because it's like it's like the young bucks version of never you know style, which I I'm okay with that. You know, just as long as they don't make a whole promotion on it, you know, and I have to watch it every week. So, um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but this is obviously never as fuck. There's like I had a lot of issues trying to watch this. Um, I like I was trying to watch this the first time at work and a customer came in and they were a fucking bitch. And uh, <laughs> that was a blast. And then I got home. I tried to watch it. And my dad called and then I got home or after he called. He had some important shit to tell me and he was on one. So we talked to him for a little while. And then a customer calls me from work and starts harassing me about all this shit that's going on. And my head was like. Oh my God, I just want to watch this. So I kind of had to like turn everything off for a little bit and center myself and then watch it again to really like enjoy it. But I was watching kind of like from the corner of my eye, all these moves happen. One of the things that was cool was like once they kind of like settle into the like never back and forth, it gets really insane. That's what it's like. It's like shoot headbutt into the shoulder, like the hardest headbutt you've ever seen into someone's shoulder uh you know and then like they're trading finishers because you know shingo's going with the brain buster um and you know ishi barely kicks out of it the the false finishes some come like so kind of like fast and furious that they all feel like potential wins you know it's like oh shit that like everything's happening so quick i don't know man it's it's hard to kind of you know uh break this kind of down you know squarely without you know, go and move my move. But basically, yeah. you know, towards the end, they like start running the ropes, a quick main the span for two, and then it's reversals galore, as you know, and last the dragon for the win. And it's, you know, it's a fucking fantastic match. 100 miles an hour. I'm glad Shingo won because yeah. he's, you know, he's probably going to lose to Okada again coming up, and that's okay, you know, but yeah. he's got to get built up a little bit. So, yeah, I agree. It's, this is, look, this was on the Monday night. Uh, I'm still a bit kind of shit because of my whole stomach bug stuff. And this match comes on. I'm a bit, you know what? I've been tweeting all night. I'm just, I'm just going to plonk myself on the couch, put my phone down, all that stuff. And I just watched the match. And, I, and I've got like a sentence of notes because yeah, uh, as soon as I sat yeah. at the, the, the laptop after the fucking match had finished, I was like, how do I break that down? How do I distill that? Look, all you need to know, everyone listening, is it's awesome. Uh, if you like the kind of matches that we like on, on the podcast, uh, the Never Style matches, this is our shit. This is fucking awesome. It's probably my favorite match of the tournament thus far, which is, well, it just is. And that's even after we had an awesome match with Hiromu and Show. And, you know, had a really nice, uh, fun comedy match with Taguchi Evil. It was a pretty solid night of New Japan Cup stuff. Yeah, that's just the yeah. best night so far, I think, you know. Except for and, maybe uh, the full night of just tournament matches, I'd agree. Yeah, that was fun too. So. Yeah. Because it felt like the tournament was moving, and now we're just getting, like, three or four matches a night, and they're just like, come on, I want to see what's going on. Yeah, snail's pace. Yeah. Yeah, they're piecemealing now, but that's okay. But here we go. All right. Uh, well, hang on, hang on. We're going to talk to uh, Ian about uh, Strong, right? So, oh, yes. um, so uh, here we go. This is the uh, Strong review from the date of the Strong 
from before this date. So whatever date this is that this comes out, you count back to the Friday, Saturday before, and it's, it's, it's that it's six date. Of March, six of March, dude. Come on. That's no fun. <laughs> Let's play games. I want to play games. So all right, here you go. Hi, Luke and Andy. This is Ian with another New Japan Strong Review. Well, the new beginning has apparently begun, so we're on to the next tour. Rivals. Can't wait to see all the blood feuds and mortal enemies we're going to encounter on tonight's show. Or it might just be some matches. We kick things off with Brogan Finlay versus TJP. There's a wrestler in DDT called Yukio Naya, who I sometimes think of as Swole Wato. He's pretty big, he has terrible hair, he's adequate in the ring, he looks slightly lost all the time, and he perpetually looks like he could use another 30 minutes in the oven in order to finish cooking. Brogan Finley is the American Yukio Naya. He's pretty skilled for a 19-year-old, but he's also pretty 19 for a professional wrestler. To his credit, he seems to be coming by it honest, and has been working the indies pretty hard, but he's also about what you'd expect from a son of a very good wrestler one year into his pro career. He's got the big moves down, but not the bits in between. He does have a very nice-looking short-arm clothesline, though, and I love a good short-arm clothesline. TJP obviously wins, but in his first New Japan singles outing, I think there's enough interesting stuff in Brogan that I wouldn't mind him signing up as a young lion. Post-match, TJP brags about his achievements, because, well, someone has to, and challenges anyone in the back to face him, and we get the first appearance of Mascara Dorada in a New Japan ring in six years. This is pretty cool, actually, as he was a highlight of the Fantastica Mania shows back in the mid-2010s. He hits TJP with a Hurricane Rana, which is actually much more impressive than it sounds as he was wearing jeans at the time, and I guess we get that match at an upcoming taping. That's cool. Following this, the card is subject to change, as Gabriel Kidd was meant to be facing Christopher Daniels. Instead, Carl Fredericks takes his spot and does a hell of a job at making it worth the crowd's while. Daniels stepping back from an in-ring role over the last year has made it possible to forget that he's really, really good. His match with Brian this week reminded everyone of this, and while Fredericks isn't on Brian's level, the two of them have a pretty great match, pitting the veteran skills of Daniels against the energy and training of Fredericks. There's a load of really lovely counters and near falls in this, including one where Daniels has Fredericks set up for the Angel Wings, a double underhook facebuster, and Fredericks reverses it into a backdrop with his arms still hooked. I've not seen that before, and I wouldn't mind seeing it again. Daniels fights his way to a win and then puts over Fredericks and the LO Dojo hard as well he might. In our main event, Finjuice face off against Jonah and Bad Dude Tito. It's a pretty good match overall, better than the match they had about a month ago. Jonah is still finding his feet and is starting the journey from looking like he's slow to looking like he's deliberate. Tito is kind of a modern take on a rhino-style 90s pocket monster and does a good job of looking like a threat to Finjuice. Nonetheless, Finjuice are in control for most of the match until we get a run-in from Shane Haste. That's right, freed from the shackles of being Slapjack, he's come back to New Japan where he gets the win for Tito and Jonah. Post-match, this new trio stands tall and Ian Riccoboni announces that this is the new version of TMDK which first of all made me think that he figured it out a bit too quickly, and secondly made me wonder if Mikey Nichols is just sat by the phone somewhere, urging it to ring. 
Brogan runs out to make the save for his brother, he eats a top rope splash from Jonah, and everything is right with the world. Apart from the now being five heel stables in strong and no face equivalents, they really need to turn someone. All in all, this was a good show where stuff happened, and I got to say Slapjack in my review. Thanks guys, and until next time, Slapjack. So all these Ian reviews, and I, I, lo- I love you, Ian, I love that you, that you do these, I'm not criticising reviews, but I will say that like, you say that stuff happened, and they're almost, it, it doesn't feel like any meaningful stuff happened. I'm like, where's the big stuff? Like, when are they going to follow this? It's from Resurgence, or any of their big, sh- oh, yeah, it's just frustrating. I keep waiting when for like, Bullet Ian, Club I keep waiting for that. Another moment. Bullet Club. Dude, I keep waiting for that moment where Ian's just like, Watch the whole show. This this shit is awesome, and I have not said that, uh, heard that, or, or, or anything like that. Maybe he said, "You might want to check this one match out," and that's fine, you know. But he's never said, "Yeah, you might want to watch the whole show." Has, has he? Yeah. Ooh. I mean, I can't remember him saying top to bottom, yeah. "This was a pretty good show," but never like, "Oh, you gotta watch this." You know what I mean? Yeah. It's never. That's why I don't watch it. It's not must watch, you know, but it's, uh, you know, interesting. We we did uh, wonder or, you know, if Brogan Finley was related to David Finley. And I know he told us, uh, Ian told us that a long time ago, but it's been a while. And yes, um, Luke, you sent me a picture of him and yep. he is extremely silly looking like, <laughs> wow. Awesome. Like it. And now, by the way, Ian, no one has ever forgotten the Christopher Daniels. He's a great wrestler. Yeah. Fellow bald dude, Christopher Daniels. That's right. That's right. That's yeah, he, he rules. And by the way, he did have a match against Daniel Bryan. And apparently it was like just an anniversary thing because very early on in Ring of Honor, those two were supposed to have a match or something like that. And oh, I, don't, I can't remember the full story. Anyway, Daniels and Bryan had a match. And yeah, it was pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, I bet it was great. Now, this I've seen Christopher Daniels wrestle in person a million times. It's always great. He uh he's like always one of my favorites. But um what's this like I what is slapjack? Like what the fuck is that? <laughs> what is this slapjack? And I think there's a T bar somewhere. I don't know. Oh, it's the revolution. Okay. Okay. It's the Wrecking Crew or some whatever. So those guys called. showed up on uh, WWE TV and took uh, chainsaws to the ropes and shit. And then the next week they like jobbed out or something. <laughs> I don't know. That was fun. One of my I mates. I thought it was uh, Ryback, by the way. <laughs> one of my mates sent me a fucking photo of uh, him. He's bought the new uh, WWE wrestling game and he got the special edition with the Rey Mysterio mask. And I'm like, so is there an actual roster in this game or what, dude? Like, <laughs> are there any wrestlers left in there? You can actually play as. Oh, my goodness. Because uh, I'd say, like, half their roster now works for uh, AEW. Doing better things yeah, over there. That's true. Yep. Well, hey. it's, and, and Slapjack works for New Japan. Imagine, imagine owning a wrestling company, right, and you're thinking to yourself, man, it would be awesome to one day have fucking – William Regal over here with us. Imagine like that wrestling mind and how it could train these people. Because by this point, you've already got like Cole, Red Dragon, Moxley, Brian, like all these wrestlers that have had been influenced by Mr. Mr. Regal. And 
then the WWE fires him, and man, that must have made Tony Khan's uh, penis just fucking explode. Because, uh, oh. man, it's just like it's just crazy. Like the guy who was the general manager of NXT is now on your show. Uh, it was wild. That was like one of my favorite things of the whole pay per view. By the way, he comes out, and Brian and Moxley just keep fighting each other after the match. They haven't had enough. And then William Regal comes Come out. Moxley, very just. He was in a submission hold and managed to kind of get Brian's shoulders down. So uh, mm. it was a really good hard-fought win. He earned it. It was really mm. well done. Mm. Uh, it was really well done. But uh, it, mm. it sets up the story going forward. Get out of here. It's really it's really for what they're doing. <laughs> but, yeah, William Regal comes out. He slaps Moxley in the face. It's not enough to calm him down. So he headbutts him and gets gets Moxley's blood on his face and clothes. <laughs> And he goes, snap out of it. And he turns and bitch slaps Brian. He's like, hey, you're both better than this. Shake hands. And so now I'm hoping they're like, they're in this reluctant best friends kind of feud, uh, feud tag team. Yeah, that's a faction, right? I mean, yeah. you know. So, yeah. Anyway. Um, you think that uh, they think that they'll make Regal like drink Chris Jericho's pee? A little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, if he's there and, you know, he's there, those guys got to have a feud, right? I mean, that would be amazing. No, what's going on with my thing? Yes, it would be fucking amazing. I don't know. What is I, going on I'm with trying not thing? to fid- make too many fidget noise. I was moving around in my seat and I didn't want all the squeak, squeak, squeak. So I kind of pressed mute okay. and I'm, I'm sorry. But uh, now I brought attention to it. So there we go. Everyone squeaky, squeak. All right. So are you ready for night four of the NJCP? Oh, Yeah. We have more New Japan to talk about. That's Not right. Only. I am ready. We were there. We were there, Mr. Andy. Yes. At, at night right, for the New you're... Japan uh, Cup because we are the phantoms of Corrick and Hall, of course. I am we... your angel of wrestling. That's right. Okay. We start with. <laughs> Sing like to me, angel of wrestling. <laughs> <sighs> Tiger Mask and Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Chase Owens and Bad Luck Fale. Uh, so, uh, look, <clears throat> there's a photo. Uh, I don't know if you saw me retweet this or if you saw it on your own. I did retweet this on the on the Tweety. But uh, Kevin takes a photo of uh, the person next to him on commentary, oh, and it's yeah. Takamichi Noku giving him the finger. <laughs> to which I uh, yeah. re- retweeted, Takas on commentary, motherfuckers. So uh, <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> I do like that Kevin's like, hey, Taka, how's it going? And Taka's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were both in WWE at the same time, too, which is great. Who were? Kevin Kelly Kevin and Kelly. Taka. Yeah, oh, and Taka yeah, yeah, they would have been. They, yeah, they, oh, my God. And look, uh, I guess now that uh, Tiger Mask doesn't have his title, yeah, he's back to job, job, jobbing. Poor Tiger oh, Mask. Oh, man. Uh, he jobs to the grenade launcher and gets pinned by Farley. I like the story they're setting up because I think there's a Farley Tanner match coming up, and that is uh, their win loss record, which is not particularly good for Tanahashi, surprisingly. So uh, he's always had a bit of trouble with the big man. So I like how they they bring that back every time these two have a bout. So yeah, it was alright. Yeah, yeah. They said Tanahashi was six and four versus Farley, yeah. uh, so Farley could beat him. And this is a match that I watched. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. But basically, the whole thing about it is that, like, at one point, 
he you know how like Tanahashi or like Naito does this a lot, hit that kind of like you know basement drop kick right in the yeah. knee as somebody's running the ropes. Fale does that to Tanahashi in this match, and so Tanahashi is just dead for the rest of the match. That's it. She he's out. Yeah, and it pretty much just wild until and, I get for the rest. Uh, apparently, he's so hurt that during the match, the Young Lions are giving him the little ice bags, and Kevin Kelly is selling it. He's like, I've never seen him give him the ice bags during a match. There you go. So, so they're acting that's... like he's dead. Yeah, they're acting yep. like Tanahashi's dead. He's never going to wrestle again. He, yeah, It's like that time that Tenzon took his own move. I mean, it is rough times for Tanahashi. So that was pretty cool. He's selling knee hard. It's it's sad that Tiger Mask has to uh, lose. And then Chase Owens beats up Tiger Mask. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Um, despite us going, oh, there's lots of tags. There's been some fun moments in quite a few of these. So, uh, there we that. always have fun, yeah. Luke. Of course. We Absolutely. Fun. Look, I know Tanner... And Tiger versus Chase Safale was a match that you watched, but I'm certainly hoping that Bushi and Naito versus Sho and Gato was a super fucking fun time that you had because I had a great time laughing my ass off. And this is where I wrote, I'm hoping this Bullet Club tag, uh, weird Bullet Club tag team kind of stuff maybe comes to a head on the final night. When Jay comes back, uh, I know things are going to kind of hit the fan, I guess, when... Uh, well, Tama and Tongaloa both have buys. Uh, so, uh, you know you know what? We're in the second round, so I completely forgot that, like, we're getting a, a Tongaloa tournament match because, you know, all the buys and things. So I was, like, kind of confused for a little bit. My brain's kind of dumb. But anyway, Mr. Andy, back to the match. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, well, the – yeah. Yeah. Or, go ahead. I was just going to say, uh, if Gato won't shave – he deserves everything he gets because uh, Naito plays beard torture for most of the matches. It just fucking cracks me up. Yeah, most of the matches is him working the beard. Yeah, and I love it. It's uh, kind of Naito tro- trolling Gato and stuff. But And I ex- I'm expecting the team with Naito in it to win because one team has Gato in it. What I don't expect is for Gato to actually hit the brass knuckles on Bushi. I'm like, wait, what? And then snake bite for the win. But uh, a m- more modified, newer edition. So just like Nagata, we got the Snake Bite One and the Snake Bite Two. Oh my God! Show's like he can't lose, you know. Like they're they're pushing Show. Like House of Torture seems to be more about him than it is evil, honestly. You know, it's like uh, he's he's one of these guys that doesn't lose very often. So I'm not surprised that he wins, but. You know, in the fashion that he did, that you know, it's it's very rare that Gato actually lands the brass knuckles. You're right. Yeah. Um, at the beginning of this match, Chris Charlton reminds me, reminds all of us of this match. It was the Gato's revenge match, like the second time. And yeah. Gato sh- like came to the ring and he had he was on crutches and he said he got hit by a car. <laughs> he couldn't wrestle. <laughs> Dude, that was fucking hilarious. Yeah, that was amazing. It was versus Okada, and that was that was so great. I was at Kurgan Hall in some turn. It might have been in one of these tournaments. I don't remember, but it was. Do you remember? So remember when Okada beat Gato and Yujiro at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to oh. see them feud again. That's just so funny. You so, uh, Oh, I love it. It's my favorite. But uh, but this match is fun. You know, the beard stuff's fun and everything, and like. I don't know. I just was yep. reminded of better times, you know, <laughs> <When Gator's laughs> coming to the race. 
Yeah. I got in a car accident, oh god, I'm sorry, I can't wrestle. So here we go, we've got, uh, <laughs> this is funny. <sighs> we've got uh, the Empire Boys versus Yujiro, Evil, Ishimori, and El Phantasmo, so another kind of weird mishmash BC tag match. The start's really cool because it features Cobb knocking Yujiro's block off, which makes me really fucking happy because it's <laughs> always makes me laugh. Look, this match is great. And it, it it's just like, it's me kind of, it's been a few shows now and I'm really getting into the groove of uh, seeing uh, Cobb, Hanare and Greta Khan. And I guess will too, to some extent, um, just be a team. Just, just be a team. Just be, because we haven't had that for long, uh, for much of their one year, almost over a year existence, maybe. They haven't really been together all that much, have they? So, right. uh, yeah, I hope. They also need uh, a junior or two in their team. Like, but nah. if, no, just nah. make it a power heavy group. All heavyweights. Yeah. All heavyweights. Fuck right. juniors. But uh, here's a surprising fucking finish. And I was like, wait, is this maybe Ishimori and Greta can't have a match? I'm pretty sure they do. Because um, Ishimori has a bye and Greta can't. Yes. Uh, obviously beat the shit out of uh, Kota Ibushi. No, he didn't. He, he got he got a bye himself, but. Yeah, uh, I guess Ishimori's not done fucking over Great Okan because another low blow by Great Okan. Like, both times, it's to help someone from the... Um, was it both times was it House of Torture gets the pin? Yeah. Am, am I right? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, Ishimori is helping... Uh, the House of Torture guys, it's probably a swerve or something, but yeah, it makes me think maybe maybe he's going to join. Ishimori should join the House of Torture. I won't even be with the show. It'll be fun. Shut up. They're right. on the same tag team. <laughs> you know what I mean. I know. I know, know what I mean. Anyway, everything it's is just... evil and evil <laughs> pins. Great Okan. And uh, wow, I this makes me think that uh, Great Okan, uh, Ishimori is going to try it out move you know at maneuvering because he's fast and shit but i think once greater khan gets his mitts on that motherfucker he's gonna beat the yeah. shit out of him i want to see him do that kind of twisting uh torture rack back break move oh. on ishimori on something just to get his bit and i also want to see him do that move where he sits on ishimori in the corner and stuff like that too so oh yeah greater khan's gonna get his revenge everyone he's got he just oh. caught two low blows and two yeah. pins in a row Dude, he's getting his revenge, and it's going to be so sweet. Too sweet. Too sweet well, down low or well, too sweet up high? I don't know. Before we talk about – I talk about this match, you know, something for my fantasy dream book would be uh, Great Okan. So he has a few with Makabe over the ah-ha-ha, right? And so, you know, he wins. Okan wins, and Makabe can't do the ah-ha-ha anymore. And so now when Okan sits on guys in the corner – he goes, ah, ha, ha. There you go. It, it's, a, it's a story about how Markabe loses his smile. <laughs> That's true. Uh, during this match at the beginning, the um, announcers were talking about being married. And, and then, like, they were like, gosh, I wonder what it would be like to be married to ELP. <laughs> I was like, what? Why? I don't understand. So Why are they, they shipping that? that. What's, what's that? I don't know. <laughs> Yujiro tries to do that like hand bite spot that he always does to Hanari, but Hanari's wearing gloves and no sells it. And it's like, ha. <laughs> uh, that was funny. But yeah, a lot of cheating and stuff, blow, you know, low blow stuff. And I don't know. 
you know, we'll see what happens. Maybe you're right. Maybe there is secret shit going on and Bullet Club's going to explode, but maybe not. Yep, maybe not. All right, so here we go. We got Sonata, Shingo, and Hiromu versus Doki, Taichi, Emanari, Suzuki, and Suzuki and Hiromu just fucking goes for it. In fact, uh, Hiromu's taken a bit of a page <laughs> out of Ishii's playbook here because no matter what happens in this match, Hiromu goes after Suzuki. And the commentators really sell this. Like, Suzuki still sees him as the young boy with the buzz cut. And even after all this time, Hiromu wants to go right up in his face and prove himself just like a kind of a young boy and all that kind of stuff. It's really cool. Uh, Doki gets, like, like, Doki is in the ring, and so Suzuki. And Doki gets set up from Suzuki to do a move. And I'm like, that's really yeah. cool. I'm like, fuck yeah, Doki, dude. <laughs> he, know, he knows he exists, you know. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. And uh, fucking Doki forever. Look, uh, Doki almost gets a three on Shingo at one point. Like, it was fucking close. Like, <laughs> it I'm was like, real close. I'm like, that was nice of you, Shingo, to do that. That was really cool. Made in Japan, and Shingo goes over, of course. <laughs> and, uh, <coughs> post-match, Suzuki wails on Hiromu and the Young Lions, and it's hilarious. In fact, uh, uh, he starts wailing on Hiromu, then uh, Sonata's like, hey, what are you doing? And then he just transfers to the Young Lions, just laughing his ass off. It's great. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Hiromu versus uh, Suzuki's going to be awesome. That, that's just going to be, be awesome. fucking insane. I can't wait. That'll be fun. There was a part in this match where I was really disappointed in Doki, though, because, you know, Sonata, Sonata goes to put him in the Paradise Lock. Yeah. And when you're putting a guy in the Paradise Lock, I mean, a perfect counter to the Paradise Lock. You're already there, is the Doki Choki. You're already there. I mean, like, you're sitting there. You're, oh, my God. Right that would have been amazing. How the fuck? How the fuck does he not do that? So that was disappointing. Then we got a peck off from Sonata and Taichi in this match, which is great. And, um, you know, I don't know. I, you kind of said all the stuff that happened. It was just uh, <clears throat> the ending was like Dookie, he's running wild and he's getting the shit in on Shingo. And he kind of botches this like really cool, like trapping counter pin. It's like a counter to something it's kind of like an arm drag. So like Shingo goes running and does, and it looks like he's going to do a spear kind of, but, but Doki catches it by the arm, but then Doki botches it and has to like start over, roll the guy over, do the thing. And then Shingo barely kicks out. And like you said, that was very kind of Shingo because yes. he had just botched the cool pin thing. You know? <laughs> so, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty fucking sweet. All right. Are you ready for some tawny matches, Mr. Andy? Sure. Important right. ones. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sarcasm. All right. Hiroki Goto versus Dick Togo. Apparently, this is Dick Togo's first ever New Japan Pro Wrestling tournament match ever. Oh, my God. How is wow. that fucking possible? Wow. It, and, uh, look, it, I think Chris Charlton mentions it here, so I'll mention it here, too. In April, in Corican Hall, Corican Hall will be celebrating 60 years of hosting pro wrestling at the venue. Wow. So uh, he, Chris informs us that, uh, yes, there will be a New Japan show in Corican Hall in April celebrating this. So uh, just so everyone knows, we will be there too, up in the rafters, the Phantoms of Corican Hall. 
of course, uh, it wouldn't be the same without us there, obviously, Mr. Andy. But uh, just to, to mention that, because that's where Mr. Chris Charlton mentioned it. Look, this is a fun match. It's Goto pretty much being outwitted by the crafty veteran Dick Togo, and then uh, Goto getting the upper hand a little bit, and then there's some other dirty trick that uh, lets Dick Togo get the upper hand. The lights go out, right? <laughs> you don't see who it is, but they imply that it's evil. My theory, it was somebody else. But it could easily just be evil, and I'm just reading too much into it because uh, I'm getting all these tag matches and stuff, and I'm on stories and things. But I really like, like, all of House of Torture kind of helps everyone. They've all come out to help each other in matches now, even Dick Togo. So, okay, yeah, cool. Of course. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, but it, they imply it's evil anyway. But evil tries to help Goto, and uh, it doesn't work. And Goto wins help. with apparently his old Simps to help. But, you know, Goto you know, triumphs and shit. Yeah, that's what I meant to yeah, say. Of course. Yeah. And he wins apparently with this old submission that he used to use in his first New Japan. Oh, you mean the one that he, like, doesn't know how to put on? The one he gets lost halfway through? He's like, oh, I got... What do I do? Okay, yeah, no, this goes here. Okay, yeah, yeah. Now it's, it's like watching Natalia try to put the uh, sharpshooter on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is so <laughs> or Miz doing a figure four. <laughs> yes, not good. Um, he's good at it now, but yeah, those first ten years. Um, but uh, yeah, this was like Goto just killing Dick Togo until he yeah. used like a little misdirection, right? When the lights went out. There was all kinds of shenanigans. Like, an evil did get the ring, and he got Goto's stick, <laughs> and he hit yes. Goto with a stick. But, but Luke, Goto is—it's it, so powerful that not even a king of darkness and his flunky can defeat Goto. Not even them. He wins like a dick, and he forgets like his move. He's like, "What? Do I need the other arm?" Yeah, is so, it uh, other? Okay, yeah, yeah. I need the other arm. Give me that arm. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 like trying to watch like uh, Yoshihashi trying to put karma on because he can only put it on from a certain position. Have you noticed that? Whereas like I watch AEW and I see Pentagon hit a fucking karma and he 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 does it from like pulling someone from an Irish whip. He'll do it from fucking all sorts of different ways and means. But Yoshi has to stop, grab them from behind do the turn thingy, then pick him up for karma. Oh, my God. <sighs> what did I explain that during a Goto match? Anyway. Well, this match, I don't know, but this match was good, by the way. The Goto versus Dick Togo was pretty fun. Yeah. And so, uh, they, like, Togo was bumping all over the place. Goto was like, oh, I'm a fucking jerk. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, it, had, it had everything you want from those wrestlers. So. Yes, yes, it does. All right, the next match, and uh, I liked it, and... Uh, I think I think you and I have some of the same issues with it a bit, but we've got uh, Shima or Shima versus uh, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, and what does uh, Yoshinobu Kanemaru do? He gives him he gives Shima the best of Super Junior's entrance, doesn't he? <laughs> yes, it's a tournament, so Kanemaru does a sneak attack. That's right. Now this match, you could almost call it an old style Lex Luger match. In 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 respects that uh, Katamaro just shuts down Shima. Shima, I'm gonna fuck this. Shima, Shima. Uh, how does uh, Katamaro keep him grounded? Well, fuck your leg, of course. And Shima gets yes. his ass kicked 
bad. Like, for most of the match, he is just shut the fuck down. Uh, and just leg torture, leg torture, leg torture. Katamaru's on kind of fire. I almost think that, like, Katamaru's going to pull it out. He's pulling out all these big top moves and shit. But in the last part of the match, out of desperation, uh, Seema's knee gets a second win. And he's able to string up enough offense to hit the win. He even wins with... <sighs> Your knee's fucked. Do you still need to win with the Meteora? Do you have another move? Like, Aaron Hanare has a million ways of beating a wrestler. And uh, it looks like Seema just has one. But yeah, uh, Meteora, he wins. It's a fun, good match. I liked it. But after the match and all that kind of stuff. Like, remember Taichi selling these balls to the back? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I got some issues. <laughs> Yeah. Some criticisms. Now, I love this match. I really liked it. So don't get me wrong. It like and but to me, I loved it because of Kanemaru. Like he took yep. his old school style, just basically built and built and built, and you know, shine Sema up. Basically, the that's what he did, and it was fucking great. But mm-hmm. like, I'm watching this right, and like, see, Sema's getting beat up on the outside, and he's not. He won't sell. And not only will he won't sell, he won't look at the camera. And so it, it it's he's not doing this, but as I'm watching, it's like he's actively trying to hide his face from the camera in the crowd. And I'm like, what is he doing? <laughs> so what are you that doing? Was, I I was like, what is happening? And so it's came to me. I've I've called him this before, but he is the most indie wrestler of all the indie wrestlers. Like he's just so indie rific and like, and that's one of the reasons that I say that. And so he gets better when he gets in the ring. He's a little more used to that, I guess, or remembers, but you know, maybe it's because Kanemaru is moving him around in there, showing him which way to look or something, but he doesn't seem to know like some of the stuff that you take for granted when you watch wrestling and how good new Japan wrestlers in general are at selling and I don't mean acting like your tummy hurts. I mean, like selling their character, showing the camera your face, like the, just all those little things that you don't really, nobody ever talks about. It's just funny when you see them not done. It's like, what is this? You know, but here's the thing. By the end of this match, he's got all these great comebacks because he doesn't sell. That's the thing. This guy doesn't sell. He doesn't really do that part of wrestling, but he's got so many fucking cool ass moves that it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? He yeah. And that's like, that is the, it is the most indie-rific thing you can do. So like, now that's not a knock. It's just different, you know, and there's nothing wrong with this guy. It's just that he's different. And it's just interesting to see someone who doesn't sell wrestle in New Japan. You know what I mean? Because it, I mean, I don't know. I mean, there, it, it doesn't happen as often, like in that blatant of a format that we see, you know, like, like even Makabe knows where to look. <laughs> Come yeah. on, so he'll sell for you too, but only after taking right. like your finishes and shit. Like, come on, man. Or your <laughs> right. signature so, moves. Well, he might put the burger wrap on. You don't know. <laughs> you know, so just saying. But I, I love this match because of Kanemaru. But you know, Seamus cool shit. And like you said, the psychology of the match is your knee is destroyed. Why why wouldn't like there was a couple good parts where he would get Irish whipped and he'd kind of like hop around a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Doing a little something there, you know, but like, it'd be much cooler if in a match like this, you take one of the the high flyers legs away, then he starts doing one legged versions 
of his high flying moves. That's yeah. like one of my favorite stories of wrestling is the guy overcomes by just not using that leg anymore or not using that arm or whatever. You know, it's the end of best of the best. You know, Eric Roberts is shorter. He ha- it came out of socket again. He goes to the sideline, you know, and they're like, you got to quit. And he says, no, pop it, Tommy, Tommy, pop it. And he pops it back in place. He tapes it up. He goes in there and he beats the Korean dude with one arm. He finds a way to win, Luke. That's what I want to see from my baby face. That's baby face shit. That's right. Do you want to talk about... (laughs) I told you I had some stuff to say about that match. Yeah, you did. It was good stuff, too. I really liked it. But do you want to talk about a really fucking weird match, Mr. Andy? Oh, this is a weird match, yes. Because, all right, with with Okada's current run, what I am looking for in these matches is what he's been delivering and I, f- I feel like i've been all right with the carter lately right so what i'm expecting is for a carter to be like look Marto, this is how we do it motherfuckers like right let's let's burn it down let's like tear it up yeah. instead what we get is a really fucking short match that like really short it's under 20 minutes if it, i don't know for sure i'm going to check but it's a really short match Marto doesn't really get all that much offense in really like it's almost akin to watching uh mr okada when he wrestles young lions yeah like that's kind of how it felt like to me but how he acted yeah and i'm surprised that he even bothered with a rainmaker finish because a part of me just expected him to just i'll just hit a I'll just hit money clip on this motherfucker and uh yeah go enjoy some some whatever they drink out back but yeah uh, the time times for the matches aren't up on World Z- yet, so I can't really say it. It's always Zima, right? Zima, yeah. But I'm watching this match, and I'm thinking, all right, I know there's a pretty cool gem in this match. I know Wato does actually a couple cool things. One of them, can't remember what the fucking submission was called. Is it the Vindemann, the Lindemann, or whatever, the Vorderman, whatever the fuck <laughs> it's called. Voldemort. Voldemort. Fucking Wato gets it up on Okada up in the air, which is pretty sweet. So he does do a couple things. But, man, it's like every time I see – every time I've been seeing Okada lately wrestle, doesn't matter if it's El Desperado, like a junior junior or heavy or whatever, you're going to get that Okada match, you're going to get that guy look like a billion dollars, and then you're going to get Boom Raymaker or something like that, right? This didn't have that, Matt. This didn't have that kind of build-up and stuff, like – the match is over. And I'm like, oh, um, that's quick. I guess you didn't want to put over Wato tonight. I'm like, oh, that was fucking strange, man. What do you, what do you think of this? I kind of wins, of course, Rainmaker. But look, we all know Wato was losing here, but damn, you didn't give him anything. What the fuck? Well, Luke, in kayfabe, the character of Kazuchika Okada does not care about this match. Right? He's looking past this match. And in real life, the person, Kazuchika Okada, doesn't care about this match. He's looking past it. So that's kind of a recipe for low effort mode from Okada. He doesn't give a fuck. And, you know, I mean, the best part was that submission thing where, like, you know, a water comes back from the money clip and gets his own submission. And he, he there's a part where he gets up and it's like after this big comeback and he's there. Oh, yeah, we're going to do the Bouye spot. I'll kick you. And so kind of just no sells the kick and drop kicks him to hell, landslide, rainmaker, win. And it was like, it's like when the kid come from next door comes over to play and you just are like, nah, 
nah, fuck you, little kid, get away from me, you know. But then they never learn, you know, they never learn anything because then, you know, they never got to play. So poor Watto. I didn't like this. This made me upset. I agree. I look, we've been kind of down on, on Watto. And I saw this as a really cool opportunity for him to have a really awesome main event match in Corican Hall with Okada. Instead, this match kind of stunk. Yeah, I mean, it was yep. fine. It's just there was no no passion well, behind it. And Wada was trying, but I mean, it's like other guys not giving you anything back, you know? Yeah. What are you going to do? So. Yeah. Uh I have not seen this Okada for a while, and I, uh, when when I was seeing this Okada, yeah, uh, I was ragging on him often. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I think deservedly so. So uh, look, uh, yeah, I I don't know. Maybe I've just been in the mood for those kind of matches lately because I've re- I've been en- enjoying them because I guess if Okada looks super motivated, I guess eventually I'll get on the train as well. It's kind of hard to not to get caught up in that because, the, you know. But, yeah, this was disappointing. Uh, I, I kind of wish we uh, – I, I uh, was feeling better yesterday and I took your advice and or I listened to you and we did the show yesterday. That way we could have finished on Ishii Shingo. But, and then uh, by the time we do – covered this show it would have been like just the first show of a, of a couple but we we still would have had to talk about it so. yeah really weird match it's definitely not quite the upper you want to finish talking about on your show like i i yeah i thought we were going to get at least 20 minutes like i didn't expect half an hour or anything but wow yeah that was oh, Good stuff coming up, though, Luke. You know, we yeah, got we that do. Hiromu versus Suzuki match coming up. That's uh, there's a couple kind of you know fun things coming up. That's one of them. Yep. Um, I'm sure there are others that uh, I will tell you about that are coming up. All right, Mr. Andy. Oh, oh, I, so, I did your favor. Did your favor. You did. I've already got a month. So we got Naito versus Gato. I am looking forward to that. By the way. Yep. That Kojima is tonight. Cobb again. Tonight, yep. yes. Tomorrow, yes. And, and Fale versus Tanahashi, which will be awesome. Don't I count know, that match out. That'll I be awesome. She, <laughs> I noticed you skipped Yoshihashi versus Kosai Fujita, but that's okay. I don't but, uh, care about him. <laughs> then uh, I think the next show is uh, Saturday. Then we're going to get some fun matches from there, too. We've got uh, Zack Sabre Jr. versus Doki. And yes. We've got Great Great Khan, Taiji Ishimori. Uh, and uh, we've got Will versus El Fantasmo. And then we've got Sonata versus Hanare. So that's that's not a bad little night there, too. There's some really cool uh, kind of matchups there. And then on Sunday, Sunday that's, yeah, that's Sunday versus there we go. All right, we've got Tiger Mask versus Chase Owens. Oh, I'm glad that Tiger Mask is jobbing right before he has He better win. Team. Tiger Mask better fucking win that match. Come on. Come, Come on. on. Then we've got uh, Shingo Takagi versus Tonga Loa. Uh, yeah, that, that, yeah, go oh, Shingo. Shingo will be too generous, uh, as always, but uh, it'll be a good match. Then we've got Tamatonga versus Evil. Bullet uh, Club. Yep. Oh, my God, the bullet in the club. And, of course, uh, I think the, the big one that you and I are looking forward to, apart from Doki versus Zack Virginia. Oh, no, we're looking forward to quite a few matches, but... <laughs> But of course, like we're Sunday afternoon, and 
like Hiromi Takahashi versus Benaro Suzuki. That's just going to be bananas. Oh, man, I can't wait. I think Suzuki will win, but part of me wants Hiromi to win. Like, part of me wants Suzuki to win because I want them to do something with him. I know he's older and he's not doing as much these days, but you can – come on, man, do something with him. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it have been awesome if he still had that trophy? Hiromi beats him, and then he's like, I'm going to fucking fight you for the fucking trophy. And then it's Hiromi like yeah. and Suzuki going like, vote for me, vote for me. And I'm like, yeah. That's that's uh, that whole thing is uh, in my fantasy dream book. The whole Suzuki kept Word. the trophy storyline. And unless you have anything to add, Mister Andy. Yeah, I wanted to tell you something. Add, add, so, add. Uh, so I uh, I solved a mystery. This would mean a lot more to me than anybody, but it's just cool. Finally solved a mystery. So. Uh, back, I don't know, like five years ago, I went to an ROH show. I used to always go to ROH shows. They were the best. I, man, some of my best live experiences seeing wrestling was at ROH shows. And, but they moved to this really big venue and the venue was kind of like, I mean, you know how they say an ass every 18 inches. This was like an ass every 16 or 15 inches. It was just too, it was ridiculous. And so and the tickets started doubling in price and I quit going, but this is the last time I think I went to this venue. And this is the venue that I saw the first NXT show, the first live NXT show out of Florida yeah. at, and um, the dude from SWF was there, Larry and stuff. But anyway, um, but this is when I saw um, Jay White live. And so I had been trying to find the results to this forever because I have every other ROH show I've ever been to. I have it on, on DVD, but this one I didn't have. It was like not available to buy or something, or I just kind of gave up on it. But uh, this was the match that I saw with uh, Jay White. It was a, a group called The Rebellion, um, which was Caprice Coleman and Kenny nice. King uh, versus um, Chris Sabin and Jay White with Alex Shelley. So like there was like Motor City Machine Guns, like a six man tag. But two of the guys were on the outside for some reason, and it was awesome. And uh, that night, I also saw Young Bucks versus War Machine for the hundredth time. But that's always great. Yeah. And then C Cody Rhodes was there, right? And he wrestled Dalton Castle, but he pissed me off that night because he pretended to be one of the boys and ruined Dalton Castle's entrance and wrestled it the whole match in boys' gear in like barefoot. So he like wasn't doing some of his moves. It was just like a little different. And it was like, oh, why you got to be like that? I knew he sucked way back then. So, <laughs> so, yeah. There's also oh. canceled wrestler number one on this show and canceled wrestler number two also on this show. You know, oh. And canceled wrestler that tried yeah. to get back into wrestler number three also on the show. But uh, good shit, do, man. Do you, remember was, when, do you remember when you didn't see wrestlers anymore? And the reason was is because they were dead. Now you don't see wrestlers yeah. anymore, and it, it's because they're fucking awful. Which, awesome, which is worse. Uh, the there was a <sighs> uh, a women's match on this uh, show, and it was uh, a grudge match. It was Kelly Klein versus uh, Scarlett Bordeaux. Remember her? Yeah, she dude. was like, yeah, yeah. So uh, she was in a ring announcer for, at first for Ring of Honor, and then she wrestled a couple times. And you know, so Kelly Klein was a local. Uh, lady that was just fantastic she's so great well by the way i think you've told me this before but like you and larry you're in the same state i don't know yeah uh -huh. 
You haven't met him? No. Never not have. surprised. I'm not no. surprised. Yeah. I mean, he lives <laughs> he lives in a whole like other like suburb of another city, but at the same time, it's you know, it's probably like how far is Melbourne from you? Like two hours. Yeah, he lives about that far away from me. Okay, so, yeah, yeah. you know, it's it's pretty far. But I mean, I've invited him to wrestling shows. I gave I gave up, you know, because he said no and or ignored my, you know, call. But whatever. Yeah, that that, 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 that definitely sounds like the uh, Mr. Mutant Larry that I know from Swipers and Fan. That's OK. That's all good. But uh, I, I was curious. I had to ask. But um, I would love to meet Larry. He's funny. Yeah, he's. Oh man, he hit me in stitches. Uh, but I'll, I'll mention that another time. Anyway, that's look at us. We're doing a podcast now. We're talking about another yeah. podcast, but sure. it's a podcastception or something. Russian podcasts, you know, because like you open the no. podcast up, there's another one in there. It's like Russian dolls. I'm not trying to be yeah. gross. Get out of here. <laughs> Jesus. I was playing chess last night and like I beat like three Russians in a row, so I felt really good. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, you did. Fuck the what, Russians. What? Yeah, but, uh, you know, then I lost like six games in a row. Not to Russians, but like to... No, they were Ukrainians. You <laughs> lost uh, honorably. Yes, yeah, so I just clicked resign on the second turn. I'm like, you, you probably need... You just, you go onto those forum, you know, the, the you know, the site, you know, for your chess, and you just job to all the Ukrainians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Luke, the Ukrainian jobber. That's right. Who can beat Luke at chess? Uh, everyone? Yeah, that's yeah, that's, well, that's probably Russians, right. No, not those ones. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of grandmasters from there, so anyway. Uh, you got them. You can beat them. Yeah. Oh, man. Mr. Andy, we somehow managed to do these three shows, I think, quicker than we did the two shows from the last episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, last but I'm one was a little that's loosey-goosey. Yeah, <laughs> a little, little loosey goosey last time. So. Yes, yes, it was. Uh, so, yeah. thanks to everyone for uh, listening to us and stuff like that. But mm. uh, look, I feel like he deserves it because he's been so uh, badly beaten in the nuts, and he had his hat stolen. So, in greater Khan, we trust. Oh, you like wrestling? Fuck you.